Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Um, okay, awesome. So thank you, first of all, for taking the time to, to talk with us and to, to share your knowledge. Um, I'm really excited to have you on here. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, if you want, real quick, just kind of let us know how you got into coaching. Um, and I know you said that you're you're kind of looking more towards the, the speaking too, but how did you get started in all that? Well, for me, I had a, I was experienced. I, was, I want to be honest. I was going to, when I, I'm from Bosnia. So okay. I came from a war background where I was experiencing a lot of, you know, struggle and pain. And I watched my parents struggle. And I had this desire. I was like, I'm going to make them make their life better. I'm going to work on myself. I'm going to, you know, graduate school, graduate college before time. And every time I had those goals, I would accomplish them. I would set a list and I would accomplish them. And then I said to myself, I'm going to make them so proud. And it wasn't that easy. Let me tell you, it's an emotional roller coaster. You know, becoming an entrepreneur, building yourself, healing yourself. It's a process, my friend. Whoever tells you it's a success is overnight, it's a lie. It takes sleepless nights. It takes cries. It takes investment. It takes days that you want to just punch the wall, like, you know, give up on yourself, <laughs> punch the wall. But no, my friend, um, for me, it started in 2012. I started working on myself. I read a book called uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And I know a lot of people know that book, Think and Grow Rich. I was obsessed. The more I started reading, the more I started investing my growth, the more I started just, I read over 30 books. And one of the book, the next book I read was 10X by Grant Cardone. Mm -hmm. And I also read his wife's book, Build Your Empire. And I, actually his wife, I read it in an hour. That's how committed really? I was. She shared my story on Instagram and she said that I was inspiration. And she was Elena Cardone, super amazing woman. And from there, it led me to just try things, face my fears. So I went into network marketing company, health and wellness, because I wanted to look good in shape. And I learned skills and knowledge and experience. But the more I started learning and studying, I started being obsessed how the mind works, the power of subconscious mind. And so from there, it led me to a book called The Power of uh, Subconscious Mind by jo Dr. Joseph Murphy. And that's when my life started changing. From there, I started reading Breaking the Habits of Being You. So it starts with investing yourself, growing yourself, and then healing yourself, processing the emotions, processing the thoughts and feelings. And then when I read that, we have over 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day. And most of them were living automatically, subconsciously on autopilot. I was like, oh my God, well, then the reason I'm experiencing trauma, low self-esteem, depression, anger, it's because I wasn't aware of the programs that were running, right? I was edging God out, ego, edging God out. And so I started learning about the religion, studying about God. And from there, I started really connecting to God. And so when I was in control, I wanted to do by myself. The journey became harder, right? The clients, everything became so much harder. When I surrendered to the control, trusted God and took the inspired action and steps and healing, whether it's like, you know, connecting to somebody asking for help. And so for me, it led me to take different, I don't know if you have uh, emotional, um, there's different programs to help you heal from your past. And so a lot of times people are experiencing trauma, pain, depression, because 
at the age of 21, up to age 21, they have stored powerful information like encyclopedia. And so they're experiencing these programs like loss of wealth, loss of health, family drama, different things, because as children, we're perfect. We have no flaws. We are born rich. But as we go, get older, we experience the pain, like depression, anger, negative thoughts, negative beliefs, negative habits. And then I learned the secrets. And it was that the mind is so powerful that uh, if we can control how we feel, how we think, how we act, and we take that inspired action, we take one step, God takes 10 steps. And that's how I started on my journey. That's awesome. That's my friend. Yeah, that's incredible. That's it. And I mean, I've, I see some similarities in, in a, a lot of what I've gone through too, just in like, not the exact same story, obviously, but a lot of the same, you know, just that process of you start with the one thing you start, I just want to like think a little bit better. And then it just opens up into a whole world of like, well, if I can do this a little bit better, what else can I do? You know? Exactly. Um, yeah. And like it, it start you start to kind of slowly unravel just the, how much potential you have as a person. Um, let's let's dig a little bit into the emotional processing stuff a little bit, because that's something that a lot of people um, struggle with. You mentioned one of Joe Dispenza's books. I'm a huge fan of his, um, you know, the way that all that emotional trauma, the stuff that you don't deal with, it, it just it piles up, it festers, and it starts to wear down on you, it starts to create sickness, it starts to create disease, um, you know, scarcity, just, you know, physically, spiritually, mm -hmm. emotionally. Um, let, let's, let's dig into that a little bit. How do you, how do you approach that, that sort of thing? That's awesome because I wish that more people would start working on themselves and healing. They would experience more joy. Listen, God is the highest frequency in the world, the love, the joy, the happiness. Everything that's in the books that they portray God to be, God is like the purest, cleanest, the most joyous frequency. And what I mean by that is that breaking the habits of being you. Have you heard of the book? Yeah, yeah. In order to become the best version of yourself, you got to break those negative habits that you have about yourself, the beliefs, the programs. And a lot of times when people want to achieve success and want to go after their dreams, what stops them is the negative beliefs. What people will say, what people will think about them, the criticism, the judgment, and those are the six fears that we all have. Criticism and Napoleon Hill talks about it. Most people, if they're scared, they won't go after their dreams. Or if they're scared, they won't step out of their comfort zone. If they're scared, they have them scarcity mindset, they won't invest in themselves. Because as a child, you must have gone. Uh, what happens is, as a child, you see your parents struggle with money, you pick up that belief unawarely. And as you pick up that belief, as you get older, you experience the same problems, as your, uh, same problems as your parents. And so when it comes to healing, which this is my favorite part, I get obsessed. I don't know if you can see it on me. Um, <laughs> it's about processing emotions because we have those thoughts and they're all lies. They're all illusions. They're all like false imagination that appears to be real, but it becomes real when we put a belief to it, mm. right? As long as we believe, we put a belief in it. Okay. And then it starts creating this emotion because the mind is so powerful it works in images, it stirs emotions, it creates feelings, it creates pictures. And now you, the more you do it over and over, it starts becoming real. So it becomes like a conviction that something bad is going to happen. And so 99% of people focus something bad is going to happen. They start experiencing bad luck, bad things. So when it comes to healing, it's understanding that we have to process the emotions because a lot of the emotions and pain, they get stored in different parts of the body. And what I did for me, uh, I don't know if anybody heard about Louise Hay. She healed herself from cancer. Okay. And she talked about how she started just appreciating life and bringing joy to her life. And then believing that she doesn't have it and spending time on healing herself. 
And so same thing with me. I started doing uh, different techniques, like emotional freedom techniques. It's called processing emotions from your body. And automatically you feel amazing. Like as soon as you do it, because the mind is so powerful. And if we learn how to, there's neutral pathways in the brain. And so the more you do something or repetition, the mind starts believing to be true. And so it takes 21 days to form a habit, but the consistent you are in processing your emotions, the healer, the happier, the joyful you feel. And EFT, emotional freedom technique, emotional freedom techniques is amazing because you were removing the beliefs and habits. Like for example, I'm not good enough. I'm, I'm not gonna say I'm not good enough because I, I attach, I am that I am describes the word Elohim. So every time you mention Elohim, God is the creator. So you attach anything negative to I am, you're bringing that into existence. So if, when people say they're not good enough or they're not smart enough, they're bringing those beliefs and habits that they picked up as a child. And that's why they're experiencing those things. Oh. Another one, this is so powerful. And I know it's going to help yeah. a lot of people. Hypnotherapy and mm. psychic session. Do you know that your body has stored pain, trauma, emotion, abuse, all inside your body, different parts of the body, and you're not even aware of it. And so when I did a session with this amazing lady, her name was Lee, she's amazing. She tested my muscles. Like I will show it to you right now. I can't cast that one. She tests my muscles and based mm -hmm. on the muscles, she finds out where, what belief I have about myself as a child. Mm -hmm. And so the belief, let's say when you, the you touch, you touch, uh, you test the muscles, based on the belief, it tells you what we need to heal. And so it's understanding, thank you. It's understanding that when we heal and we uh, do the psyche session, you basically hold your hand out, your muscle, it will confirm where the belief is stored. Hmm. And so when I did that session, do you know that I opened the opportunities that were lined up, they were lined up after another. And what happened is I had a belief, I know this is gonna help somebody. As a child, I was a little girl, maybe 10 years old, and after the war, we didn't have money, we didn't have food, we didn't, were struggling, right? So that's the belief and that's the program that I got as a child. Even though my parents loved me and they did the best for me as they could, I experienced um, what I seen them do when they gone through all the pain and all the challenges. The child picks it up, right? It picks it up. And so what happened is my father told me not to touch the money from the fridge, Right, so they had that belief, and there was like maybe a few coins, maybe it's fifty cents, and uh, some more. And I stole the money. Let's be honest; I'm not gonna lie here. I stole the money, and I was so excited. And I went to the store. And I swear, I bought ice cream. I coming back home with this, the European thing, right? It's very close. The stores are very close. It's, and I coming home, I'm eating ice cream, and he's like yelling at me. He's like, "Why are you? Did you touch the money?" I was like, "Yes, no, I didn't. I lied again, right? <laughs> I did. I lied again." And he was, he was like, he yelled at me and he was like, I'm being mean to me. He's like, he was telling me that, you know, I wasn't deserving. And so that was the belief I had. It wasn't really meaning in that aspect because now I'm 32 years old. Well, I lied. I'm going to be 33 September, but I look young. <laughs> I'm, I'm 33 in September. I born 89. And uh, he told me, Mersada. But what I learned was after doing the psyche session with Lee and uh, I'm partnered with her to help other people. Uh, there was a belief down that I didn't feel I was deserving and worthy. Even though, you know what I found out? He was teaching me honesty. He was teaching me to respect money. He was teaching me to mm -hmm. ask for something. The child had a different belief. I had a different belief that I was deserving. So that belief was stuck. 
uh, and that belief finally got healed. And as soon as I healed that belief, knowing and I sent love to my father and I knew that he loved me and he cared for me and he wanted the best for me, I opened opportunities of forgiveness. I sent yeah. him a lot and I started receiving from unexpected ways, money, success, people, opportunities, even opportunity that a stranger came all the way from Washington, D.C. to record me, to get him or get me. Get me on the video to get me. Yes, my friend. That's that's really interesting. Yeah, there's a there's a lot to unpack and all and all that. Um, I really like the last point, especially to just the fact that like you you went through that thing as a kid and you interpreted it a certain way because you didn't yeah. know any better then and you 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 took it as this is a bad thing. I, I don't deserve money. I'm worried about it. Um, when in reality, that's like. As an adult, when you can look back from a different vantage point, you can you can see actually no, he was he was stressed out. He was trying to teach me a lesson. He was trying yes. to protect me. Like he he wanted to be able to provide for me. And I think that people don't do that. Like they don't go back and look at their old beliefs and patterns. They just assume that whatever they decided on as a kid, that's just true. And they just don't even question it. And it's like you know so much less about the world when you're a kid than you do now. So shouldn't you go back and re um, and go back through all that? That, that's that's really interesting. So the I hadn't. It makes sense. I had heard something about storing trauma in the body before. I don't mm-hmm. think it, I don't think it clicked for me until you said that though. That actually does make a lot of sense about you know you 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 take in that that tense that tension and you you know um, whatever you're holding that's going to affect you in a negative way as you go throughout. Yeah, that's super interesting. So when you focus on something so much and you put that tension, you put the energy and you focus on negative, we vibrate on negative frequency. And but yeah. as most people are not aware that they, when they're focusing and thinking and dwelling, they're automatically on that negative low frequency and they bring at those things where they're focusing and dwelling into existence. Mm-hmm. So what instead of focusing all the negative, you start implementing or changing your mindset and focusing on the positive slowly. So focus on the positive, but doing a lot of healing work because I found the secret is that you can think positive all day long, but if you haven't healed and processed emotions and forgiveness and you process different things on the aspect of it, um, no matter how much thinking you positive, it's not going to work. Yeah. Okay. So you're, you're talking about going back, identifying what is the limiting belief? Like let's, what's the root at the bottom of all this, forgiving yourself, forgiving the people around you, sending that love out so that you can receive the love, you know, magnified. Um, yes. Okay. Okay, yeah, that's very practical. What, what what advice would you give to people that are, A, they're struggling to figure out where, like, what that original um, mm-hmm. trauma is, and two, that are like, they found it, and they just can't figure out how to get past it. They, they know it makes sense, but they can't bring themselves into the right emotional frequency to forgive and to move on. No, it's a powerful question. The first thing I would say, connect with me, because I can help her I, uh, or her, because <laughs> yeah. I'm connected powerful people that's one thing I, when you work on yourself you build a relationship you build amazing connections and so i'm connected to this amazing lady we're working together and actually let me just share because i'm a little bit brag about myself um i created a course a lot of people are experiencing depression anger all those suicidal thoughts and 1.2 billion people they kill themselves every day and so i said why not i expose the matrix and teach people the blueprint of how they can overcome those pain challenges depression depression is oh my god a lot of depression leads to alcoholism leads to drugs leads to abuse leads to so many things and so i create we're working on this course is coming out and so i think it's so important to understand that when we 
connect to the right person. Feel there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of coaches, but we need to connect to the person that we can feel comfortable with. And for me, I connected to Lee and I'm working with Alex and some amazing people. Lee has helped me a lot. Like she has helped me uncover a belief that I have. And so with my course, it's going to help them go through the process, a blueprint, what they're going to do, what they need to do. And then I would ta- uh, give them to, um, I would send them to Lee. Lee will find out the belief they have. And then from there, she, they will come back to me. Gotcha. Okay. And what Lee does is she'll test the muscles, which is so cool. It's, it looks strange, right? Because yeah. you have muscles and based on the muscles and different bo- uh, different left hemisphere of the brain and the right hemisphere of the brain, uh, there's different techniques to process that emotion while you're testing the muscle which is so cool like uh there was a part that i did it and that belief came like when i was when i was testing i saw the image the memory that happened your mind knows what the problem is mm-hmm. and so we, we know the problem now we can heal it and that includes hypnotherapy that includes eft that includes processing in different ways emotions that's super interesting. Yeah, I I had a um an issue a couple of years ago where it was like stomach problems, just severe pain for about two or three years, um constantly too. And I I I remember one day I was just I was at work and I was sitting there and I was just kind of allowing myself to think about. It. I wasn't like obsessing, and it just clicked for me all of a sudden. Like I have so many anxious thoughts going through my head constantly, and it's like every single time I have that thought, there's like a little adrenaline rush and my stomach just starts to hurt, and I'm like. Oh, <laughs> I'm doing this to myself. Like, there's nothing wrong with me. It's all in my head. And but like the you know the the mental stuff does affect the body as well for sure. Um, so talk a little bit about the the manifestation that happened once you started to to heal that. Okay, so God is so amazing. Like, can I say that all the credit I give to God? Like everything yeah. that I received, I did it by myself at the beginning. Can I be honest? I did not have any help, but I believe that God puts you on this journey so you can inspire people and be a leader. And so through that journey, what I was building slowly, uh, growing, slowly doing these things, I believe there's different seasons and each season's a blessing in disguise, but we're not aware of it because we're so held with those beliefs that we don't realize that we want it right away. We want the instant gratification. And if we don't get it, we feel bad about ourselves. We don't love ourselves. And so when I started on this journey, Journey. Um, and I think it was Daniel Gomez who helped me uncover some of things is learning to forgive myself. So beginning off, uh, before you can manifest anything, we have to forgive and love ourselves because you cannot expect anything to yourself. You attract what you are, what type of person you are. You have a good heart, you're kind, you're caring. You're going to attract people that same vibra- uh, vibration as you. And so what it means, you have to first love, love yourself and forgive yourself to fall in love with the best version of yourself, like step into the new identity before you can manifest any desires. And then the next thing is you you know what you want. You get clear on what you want. You can't say, I want this, but you're not clear on it. Yeah. So you get clear. Okay, so this is what I want. Okay, what does it take to get it? Now you actually have to take action. There's no such thing as meditating, ding, 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 and the prayers. It's not going to work. You actually have to take action, and that's inspired action. And I don't know if this is going to sound strange, but for me, I started trusting my inner voice. I trusted trusting God. Like, I don't know if I, if there was a way I was speaking to God or communicating to God. I don't know how God works, but I noticed every time I experienced some kind of pain or challenges, it was either level ups. It was something that I had to learn. So first you have to believe that it's already yours. Now here's a secret. Believe it's already yours. The books teach it. Second, you have to live in the end result, meaning this is mine. I got it. 
this, I'm celebrating myself. So you have to visualize using the six senses, see, feel, touch, taste, sound. You visualize that image in your mind. Guess what, you know why? Because your brain doesn't know what is real or imagined. It believes to be real. And so when you visualize the images and you live in the end result and you see yourself, people celebrating you, I just manifested the dream that I actually visualized maybe in 2012 because when I yeah. went to this, everybody was clapping it for me and what? celebrating me. Exactly what I visualized, but got 10 times better. Wow. 10 times better. So it's understanding that the mind works in repetition. So the more you can live in the end result, visualize that image. When people tell you crazy vision boards, it's so important because you can create pictures around those stories. So living in the end result, the end feeling of it, celebrating yourself, letting go to God. You cannot now think about it every second. Okay, how am I going to get this? How am I going to get this? How am I going to get this? It's never going to work because now you're creating this lack. I don't have it. I'm not grateful what I have. And now you're pushing when you want something, you push it further away from you, which means you have to now trust the process that is already done. And then listen to that voice that comes in and then take that action. Let's say you have to take an action. It's going to be a way like you have to reach out to somebody. You have to ask for help. You have to create a video. You have to make a content. It'll be that inspired action. Like I was in the shower and you get this idea, right? This amazing idea. And then when you get that idea, follow through. Mm. That's what you have to okay. follow through. And so when you uh, attraction, what I learned was really it's like attracts like. And so in order for you to attract, become the magnet, you have to become the magnet first. So you want to attract success, you start treating yourself as a success. Then you go to fancy restaurants, you purchase yourself a nice dress for men, nice shoes, because you got to embody the emotions of feelings of the person that you're becoming, mm -hmm. right? So you cannot just say, I want to be this. You have to step into that person that you want to become, who you see yourself five, 10 years, and then model the behavior, the actions, the, uh, the embodiment of the person, embodying the identity. And so you have to slowly, when you start that, the brain starts believing that you already are, right? So I didn't think I was going to be successful. I didn't think I was going to come this far. But the more you start believing in yourself, working on yourself, healing yourself, processing emotions, pain, pain, processing trauma, then you step into this identity of the, living in the end result. You already are that person. And then you start experiencing, and God keeps moving you the next step and the next step. It's different. For me, I think... Um, Maybe strange to some people, but I feel like when I sleep, when I close my eyes, you receive those downloads. You, I don't know. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm the, I'm the same way. I can't. I, if I get a couple minutes to myself, I'm like, oh wait, yeah. that's a great idea. <laughs> Meditating for me is now I'm in control of my emotions. I'm a queen of emotions now. Before I wasn't. I wasn't. I was depressed. I was lost. I was stuck. I was confused. But now I know how to control my emotions. See, most people. They think and what? They suffer, mm. right? Yeah. Think of all the things that are not going good. But millionaires and billionaires and the people I'm surrounding myself with is they think and they create. They don't focus on the past, past breakup, problems, money issues. They focus on now and they live in the now result, stepping into now. And then what they have right now, they're grateful for. They appreciate the little things they have right now to bring the blessings to them. Beautiful. Yeah. One of one of the big, biggest arguments I get into people with is because uh, I, I fully believe in manifestation, but I'm so big on like you get the mental stuff right. You get the emotional stuff right. You have to do the physical stuff, too. Like you yeah. have to you have to take the action like you're talking about. 
And I think that people are really good at one or the other, usually. Some people are very action-oriented. They're good at taking those steps, but they don't have the spiritual side down. So they're still, they're acting from a place of fear, of anxiety, of negativity. And I mean, that's what you're going to see because that's what you're primed to see. Or they're very much like they have the right mindset, but they don't go out there and actually take the action. It's like, it's, it's that combination. It's the synergistic um, aspect of both of those together. Um, real quick, um, so as far as self-forgiveness goes, um, yes. do you have any advice for people on that? Because I know I struggle with it. I know a lot of the people that I talk to struggle with it. Um, well, well, how do you usually approach that with people? See, I didn't know how to do that either. Let me be honest. Daniel Gomez, uh, I don't know if you heard of him. Uh, he's a multimillionaire who took interest in me when I was uh, building and growing. He heard me speak, and then from there we connected. And even now I'm sharing some of his content because it is mind-blowing. People don't get it that in order for them to grow, they have to invest in themselves because nobody's going to give them to free. Mm -hmm. And you really take that action so people can see how committed and determined you are. And when people can see that, they they get they love that, especially like the, the rich and successful. And so for forgiveness, my friend, he actually reached out to me on the phone. It's like, well, I don't know what's going on. He's like, I want you to forgive yourself. I was like, okay, how do I do that? And it's actually closing your eyes and picturing a memory or something that has happened to you that you hated yourself or that you hate something about yourself. A lot of people struggle with low self-esteem or the body parts, or they're not happy with them. It's actually going inside the memory and asking God and picturing that memory that happened to them and saying, I love you. I forgive you. You're amazing. I love you. So you can process the pain. You'll see the tears coming down. And the more you can do it, at the beginning is hard because it takes time. As you know, the mind works in what? Repetition. But yeah. we have every morning, like wake up, look self in the mirror, high five yourself because you are amazing. God loves you just the way you are, the way he created you, the way the body, everything that he's given you, you're perfect to him. You might not think you are, but we're his creation. And so the more we can accept and love every part of ourselves, then we actually receive. When we don't love ourselves, we block ourselves from receiving, mm. right? Start comparing to ourselves, we're blocking our success. We start criticizing, judging, we're blocking ourselves from receiving. I didn't know that. So it's like really being in the small in the space where there's no people, peace and quiet, and then bring up those memories that you can pick up your mind can. So you can say what happened to me in you know in Bosnia. And then all of a sudden you get a picture. Because I can tell you right now what happened to me in Bosnia when I was 10 years old, I'll get the picture. What happened to my in my you know, what happened when I was a child or this, it'll pick up the picture and then you have to really start forgiving yourself and asking God, God, just as I am, how I am, I ask for forgiveness. And you first you ask, for, ask God for forgiveness and then you forgive yourself. But the more you can do it, you'll see because you have to script. Sometimes you can script right and burn it like the pain. But most of the time you have to go in your mind, which is really hard, not easy to do. You have to, like, as you see me right now, closing my eyes, I'm forgiving myself while I'm speaking to you. It's mm -hmm. going mind. And really, like, I love you, Mirsada. You're amazing. You're beautiful. You're created, you know, God's creation. You're, cre you're here to create. But you have to really feel the feelings of forgiveness. You can't just say, I forgive you. It's not going to work. But, like, you have to feel it that you have to bring those tears to your eyes. I love that. Yeah. Um, and and one, thing, one thing that I, I found extremely helpful, um, mm -hmm. this is when I was getting into, like, Carl Jung's work a lot, was... You know, the idea, like you already talked about, how the mind, it uses symbols, it uses images, and it uses emotions. It's really a good meditation practice to sit and just watch whatever random stuff happens in your brain when you close your eyes. So, like, you'll get these random flashes of, like, 
a car somewhere or, you know, a mountain or something. Maybe it's a memory, maybe it's not. When you follow that, that's really your unconscious throwing up the things that it's it's processing at the time. And you can get, it gets weird. I, I will say that it gets very weird, but you can get down to like the core of like what exactly is hurting you, what exactly it is. And it's not a literal communication. It's a, I'm going to show you what this is. And that's, mm -hmm. and you'll feel it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's so powerful is getting to know your thinking and your mind. And you just said it, you have yeah. to uh, sit in peace and quiet or put a daydream meditation or put a theta state meditation or anything that is um, putting that frequency. The best time for me is when you go to sleep. You know, the data, delta, data, the delta. When you're in a theta state, your brain is a daydream state. Like just listening. So, so many times we're talking. And when I actually started just listening, you get those intuitions, you get those voice, like you'll get those negative thingies, like negative thoughts, or you know, it's smart, you know, all those negative things, like you said, weird things. But then you also you start feeling peace. The more you can do it over and over again, like you start feeling peace. And same thing with psyche and emotional freedom technique is, let's say you're struggling depression, anger, you can tap on acupunctures on your body and mm -hmm. automatically you release the, the tears, the pain, and you just feel amazing. That's why people ask me, how come you're so always so happy? Because before I go to bed, I do the work. I journal, I script, I process emotions, I send forgiveness. I mean, there's a lot of things that goes into it, not just, you know, meditating and you expect to get it. The thing is, and this is what I want to share. I think it's a blessing. And I think I hope these people understand this. The instant gratification, delay gratification. Instantly, we want it right away. We may think it's good for us, but God may not think it's good for us. Delayed gratification is like, okay, I'm putting the work I'm doing. I'm not seeing results, but there must be higher calling, right? It's a higher calling because you're doing the work. You're doing, you're doing all the stuff. You're not seeing because there's behind the scenes, things are working out. They're aligning for you. You're receiving, you're healing. And I think that each level I'm going through pain, losing, but there's loss of wealth, loss of health, family, my grandmother being paralyzed. Each level, as you reach higher, there's deeper healing that needs to be done. Yeah. Deep. I think, um, yeah, I think that this conversation is actually surprisingly exactly what I needed to hear from some of the stuff that I'm struggling with. I'm sure, I'm sure other people feel the same. Um, and recently, I, the last guest that I had on here, I asked her at the end, I said, you know, what resources do you recommend for like learning more about this stuff or getting further into it? And she gave me what is now my all time favorite answer. She said the the whole point of this is not about learning something out there. It's about learning to tune in and listen to, to what's going on inside you so that God can speak to you directly. Or heal the, the outside to get outside the blessings. We have to heal the inside. Yeah. And I'm interrupting because I got so excited. Cause no, that's go like for it. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. Go, go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Or you can manifest the outside. Number one, we have to love ourselves. Like that means truly embody and love yourself. Like you have to accept every flaw. Like you look yourself in the mirror. Powerful is when you look yourself in the mirror. Like your eyes tell. Your eyes mm -hmm. like a, tell the pain. They tell it what you're going through. Because like when I look through people, and I think that's I work so much on myself. Like I can see, I can feel the energy. I can feel what they're going, they're going through. Like when you look into the eyes, you can see the pain. Like and I think God put me in each positions in life so I can um, overcome it and show people that, you know, we might go through all the pain and challenges, but God is there with us at all times. You might not think he's there, but he's always there. And there's a reason behind everything. And so it's like when we truly 
heal the inside. I swear, like when you truly heal the inside, like I healed the part where I was experiencing like this belief my, my father. I opened the opportunity of abundance, uh, people coming to me. Like I didn't have to chase or look for people. They came to me yeah. because you now on that frequency of love and joy and happiness. Look, I got chills. If you don't look, uh, it becomes light because you become so pure because you're going to, you start working on yourself so much that like what used to bother you before or what you think about or argue doesn't bother you anymore. Like, because you get to know your thinking and your mind, you get to be in control of your mind. The mind doesn't control you, you control it. And so I would tell people to start off studying the mind, how the mind works a little bit, and then understand that we have to, there's 60 to 80,000 thoughts, even more than that. Mm -hmm. And they're lot. So we have to get to know our mind. And one way I suggest to people is this is how it's helped me so much is meditation. Yep. You can put a nice piece of music because when we get to know ourselves and we build a belief and believe the muscle and we believe the faith in ourselves, that's when we can, we manifest those things. Like we become so the pure light, we attract those things to us. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and one thing that I, I, it's taken me a long time to learn and I'm still trying to articulate mm -hmm. it and teach it to other people, but it's, to understand on a very visceral, deep, real level that you are not the mind. And yeah. it's it's so easy to get caught up in that because all these thoughts, they feel like they're real. They feel like they're us. Your personality is a habit. That's all it is. Your true self, your true soul, it's that's it's not that. It's it's much greater than that. It's much deeper than that. And the meditation, one of the reasons it's so important is because the first stage is that you start to notice your thoughts then you start to realize that you don't have to be a victim to them anymore. And then you can start to kind of control them a little bit. And once you start playing around with that, you realize that no matter what you're doing with your thoughts, the unconscious is always going. It's always got its own thing going on. And it, it's like, it's it's you, but it's also a separate thing. And so to, to, to live at the mercy of something that it's very primitive, essentially, because it's worried about I'm afraid of something. I want something. And that's all that's all it's about. And it's not malicious. It loves you very, very deeply, but it doesn't understand what's best for you a lot of the time. It needs your direction. And so like what you're talking about with that, um, everything that you've said about how to connect with yourself like that, forgive yourself, it breaks down those barriers that you've put up inside of yourself so that you can get that direct communication and start to say, no, 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 we're not going to do that anymore. We're going to relax. We're going to do this now. We're going to work towards this now. And we're going to do it in this particular state. So I'll share this one more thing that a millionaire shared with me. At the beginning, I thought it was crazy. I know it's going to help a lot of people. Is um, number one, getting clear what you want. Mm. Getting clear, like I want a car, what type of car, what model, what make, what design. So then you can already visualize the end of result. You're already having a test driving, going to a dealership. It's so important to embody the emotions and take action at it. But at the same time, because the mind it starts believing a lie. At the beginning, it's a lie. Yeah. When you say, to oh, I'm amazing. You know, no, you're not. You're not amazing, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's told me. He's like, basically, and that's how I implement that in my life is affirmations, right? Mm -hmm. At the beginning, you think to yourself, you're not something, but the more you repeat it over and over again, you'll get like idea, oh, I am amazing. Look at all the things I accomplished. Oh, look at, and when I was 21, I did this, right? So the more you can repeat the affirmation, I'm amazing, I'm qualified by God, I'm loved by God, you know, God is taking care of me, whatever it is, you don't have to mention God. To me, I love God because I wouldn't be where I am without God, but start with affirmations too and like embody the feelings of emotions, embody the information, not just say, I am amazing, that's it. I am amazing and close your eyes. Okay, I am amazing. 
and then look yourself in the eyes. And then the next affirmations, because it's so important, like I'm closing my eyes, I, I model what I speak, uh, because there's something amazing when you can feel the feelings. Like you said, there's no point of saying it, but you have to embody and feel it. And so you can feel those affirmations. Then you're going to start building the belief. And this is the powerful part. You start building the belief. You start building the faith. You start manifesting small things. Then you build the faith. You get excited. You raise your frequency. Now you start manifesting bigger things. Then you, as you manifest the bigger things, your faith increases in God. Then you realize you give up the control. Like you may not do able to do something, but he up there, he knows everything that you go through and he can make it happen any moment, any time, but he may not do it right now because he's molding you, shaping you into the person that you're becoming. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. You hit the nail right on the head there because you know, the, the affirmations, they need validation. So it's like, if you're going to say I'm amazing and you don't believe it yet, that's okay. But start looking for the evidence to support that. Yeah. You start backing that up a little bit. And then over, after a few days, you start to feel like, well, you know, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm not so bad. Like, I'm, I'm kind of cool. I'm kind of okay. And then you start to feel better. And once you have that emotional resonance, it then starts to pick up and you start to act as if it's true. And that's what actually starts to make it true. I, I love that. Um, real quick, where, where can people find you? How can they connect with you and get in touch if they want to, you know, utilize your, your coaching services or they want to check out your content? Oh, there's so many things I'm doing, but I'm, it's God work. Okay, so first I am uh, doing my own coaching with the course, How to Conquer Depression and uh, Help People That Are Going Through Suicidal. That's coming out, which I'm okay. so excited about. You know, before I created, I worked for a health and wellness firm and I sold all my courses because it was my, uh, it was the beginning. I was learning, but I did it myself, which means... Um, there's different ways, right? So there's different things I'm multi-talented at, but uh, number one, I have a passion and I desire to share what God is on my placing on my heart is to speak, to change lives, meaning teaching people exactly the blueprint, how they can overcome any pain and challenge. So that's one thing um, they can reach out to me through Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, TikTok. I'm a mom, so I'm fun showing them that I can cook. I can multitask. I can uh, create content. I can dance. I mean, I can do all of that. And at the same time, be a happy entrepreneur um, because there's so many times you see on internet and all these entrepreneurs are so sad. Yeah. Right. And so I, I don't, I change the routine of that. And that's probably going to find strange for some people, but I said, why don't I start embodying the emotions and be happy and slowly build myself at the beginning. Remember the mind doesn't believe to be true, but the more you do it, you start being happy. I don't know where you just start to experience happiness. Automatically you're on a high frequency. You're so happy that you start attracting those things that are on a high frequency. And so for me, music makes me feel good. It puts me, I guess it makes me look young. It puts me in a good uh, workout. Yeah. And so for me, while I'm cooking, uh, doing that stuff, it, it just puts me in a high frequency. So I would say to people, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, I'm a big sister. I really care about people. And this is why I've been offered opportunities to speak. Uh, I really care because I'm like a, your big sister. So if they reach out to me on Instagram, I, I connect with them. And so fans, another app, I promote my services and offers. And I started with something small, but people love me. But they came, I think I have 70 subscribers and it's such a, uh, just recently built it. Uh, it was managed by Jacqueline Matthews, and it's a platform where I share my coaching services, like how to raise your fees, how to match your energies, how to uh, find the blocks, what's causing resistance. I mean, there's so many small little courses that I created. So the best option would be uh, Instagram and okay. Facebook. Okay. Uh, awesome. Yeah, no, I'll definitely, I'll definitely put a link to the description um, and everything. 
Um, I'm definitely going to re-listen to this interview, and I know that people are going to get a lot of value out of it. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. It's my passion. It really is. I wish that more people, and this is from my heart, when I understood that the thoughts, yeah. they things. So whatever, whatever we're thinking and focusing, we're bringing into our reality. You're prophetizing the words we're speaking. We're prophetizing our future. So when, every time you say, I am amazing, you are amazing. You are king. You're a queen. But most people, they say, I, I, they use those negative beliefs and thoughts, and then they don't feel good about themselves. But that's, I feel like uh, the more I started studying the out with the devil and started studying religion, I read tons of books. Mm. Devil will always attack our mind with negative thinking, beliefs, and habits. But guess what? We're in control of our mind. So every time we experience those negative feelings, okay, what am I thinking about? Cancel, 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 cancel. Again, you notice you're not thinking good. What am I thinking about? Cancel, 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 cancel. And stepping out of that, like we're going outside in nature, connecting to a friend, getting on clubhouse, uh, just getting out of the head. And the more yeah. you can get that and practice it, the better you're going to feel about yourself every single day. I promise you that. Absolutely. Yeah, no, there's a there's a lot of power in that for sure. I mean, uh, one thing that I always point to is the 40 days that Christ spent in the desert being tempted. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, he doesn't say that he was out there for 40 days. He was tempted like he went through it. As soon as that ordeal was over, though, it says that he was attended by angels. And what that means to me is that, like, you're going to have to feel like you're alone for a little while. That's where you're tested. That's where we make sure that, like, what page are you on? What direction are you going? If you if you don't feel it as a challenge, then it doesn't count. Like, it doesn't make you grow. But one, you're never alone while it's happening. And two, if you make it through that correctly, you can always ask for help. You will be rewarded for it 100%. There's angels assigned to each and every one of us. And the best part I want to say, everybody's destiny is different, but it's already assigned. Your job yeah. is to take action, to believe in yourself, and what's meant for you will come to you. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. It's my pleasure from my heart. I, I wish that this video can change a lot of lives. Absolutely. It'll be up soon, and I'll let you know. We'll be in touch soon. All right, Jack. You have a blessed day. Have a wonderful day. Bye. You have a blessed day. Bye, friend. Thank you.